That wasn't even recording. That would have been pure gold. Nope. Us, our discussion on Playhouse Disney and Nick Jr. It was a good discussion. Oh, Oswald. That was Nick Jr. though. Oswald? Yeah. Oswald, I think, was like a little, like... That was like right at the end mm-hmm. for us. But I can't remember there was like this game where you could like... I think it was like a thing where the... Because he had the friends who was like... it was He was an octopus. And then he had a penguin friend. And then a flower friend. And he had a hot dog dog. Wiener. But uh, do you remember, like, all the games from, like, I think it was, like, Phil of the Future had, like, that one where, like, Pim was, had to work in the cafeteria, so she basically just, like, sprayed food. Oh, yeah. Also, I want all the gadgets from Phil, Phil, Phil of the Future. Yeah. All right. All right. Welcome back to another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I am your host, Kaylin Clothier, and with me is my co-host, Dara Whitman. Hi, Dara. How's it going? It's going. Good. Well, we are back, and we are back with another season of Gravity Falls. The last season. so excited. The second season and the last season, which I say with a heavy heart, because that means we are officially halfway through with the series. Actually, Mm -hmm. after watching these two episodes, we're now more than halfway through the series, um, so that's, I guess, how the passage of time works, guys. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> so uh, we are back with episode one of season two, which is Scaryoke, and then we'll talk about episode two into the bunker. Ooh. So uh, what 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 do you think? I'm, dig- I'm digging kind of where this show's going so far, because, like, I mean, I might be wrong, because we're only two episodes in, mm-hmm. but I kind of thought it was going to, because, like, last season, it was, like, there was, like, the background mystery, but it's very, right. like single episode thing and this kind of feels like it's like one it's gonna be like an just like an arc season which i like i kind of prefer more of right and then also um i had some thoughts about what we were actually gonna discover with stan and stuff okay but i was wrong so hooray i'm stan and i was wrong and we're staying in the sand wrong song so i that's a really good point i think i think the um the mystery has been on the forefront of these episodes as opposed to where it was really in the background in the last season except for a couple maybe moments and maybe when it was generous maybe a couple episodes Mm -hmm. um so let's get started with scary and we're just going to go into a brief synopsis so, all right. So this uh, episode, season two picks right back up where season one ended. Mm-hmm. So if we remember in the uh, last episode, that's when Gideon, you know, basically did all this stuff. He was in a giant robot. You know, it's fine. Because he had, he stole the deed in the mystery shack. He had the mystery shack. He was going to make it into his amusement park or whatever. Didn't really go well. End of the story is that he fails. They take back the shack and they're able to um, reopen the, the mystery shack. Hooray. Um, we also end with one of the, the big moments of the last season. The very final moments is when we see Stan go into the basement and he fires up this machine mm-hmm. um, that we can see is illustrated by combining all three of the journals. And he turns that on and then we come back and the machine is operating still, but we don't really still don't know what it does. Stan makes a comment, something about it's, he's been waiting 30 years for this. And we kind of hear this a couple times in the next couple episodes, you know, the, the term 30 years. We mm-hmm. don't really know what happened 30 years ago. Oh, wait, the author happened. disappeared 30 years ago. Yes. And something, so something with Stan happened 30 years ago. I'm doing the author Kaylin's baby 30 face years ago. now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Doing her so baby we're, face. we're just going to slowly just put it all together here. Yeah, so, but I thought, so here's what I thought was going to happen. Right. I didn't assume we were going to find out what the mystery was in the first episode. Yeah. Because, you know, that's like a end of the road thing yeah, you find out. I, I assume that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like, yeah, let's find out. I thought it was going to be like a thing where he's like, finally, I got it. And then time jump. I thought we were, 
Right. So, and I thought, like, like I mean, there was some stuff that was kind of revealed in this episode. Not, like, not everything. Not even mm-hmm. mostly everything. But, you know, something. Right. So. Right. And that was chill. Yeah. And Sam's, like, pretty serious about this thing. I mean, he doesn't want anybody to find out about it. He does have a... It's really nice. He has a picture of Dipper and Mabel, like, on his desk. So, you know, he cares about them and, and he's But he doesn't want to he, tell them. But I'm like, no. you know that Dipper's into this. Why wouldn't you tell him? Right. He He's really determined to that they don't find out what's going <clears throat> on and they don't really figure out any of this. Which, which is not really good foresight on Stan's part. I feel like if there's, like, a legitimate reason, like, besides it's dangerous... Right. But apparently he's never been around anybody between the ages of 11 and 20, which is if you say don't do this, it makes they're him want to do it more. They're going to do it. They're going to do they're it. They're just going to do it. Um, like don't, you know, don't eat that pineapple. You're going to eat the pineapple. Mm-hmm. I don't know why pineapple. It just popped in my head. Mm-hmm. So it appears this machine takes a lot of power. There's this giant power surge, which doesn't go unnoticed. It didn't it wake up Dipper or Mabel. That was weird. Yeah. So there's like a lot of light. Mm-hmm. That was weird. Also, weird things happen around them all the time. Maybe they're unfazed by it. Or maybe point. they just don't like it. They're not like me who can wake up with like the sense of light. Ah. Uh, like me. Uh, that's me because I'm a deep sleeper. But this this power surge is picked up by like this this government kind of organization. And we have these kind of two agents we see silhouettes of. We'll see them more later. And, you know, they say that whatever they're looking for, it's in Gravity Falls. So. Mm-hmm. Weird. So the next day, we finally have the the uh, Mystery Shack Grand reopening. So it's basically this big party once they reclaimed the shack from Gideon, fixed it all up real nice, and uh, reopened it. And so there's just the big thing there. I, <laughs> I like the part where Toby, determined, comes with his cinder block camera, and he responds, I just want to be a part of things, which is one of those Gravity Falls lines that I say a lot, and nobody ever knows what I'm referencing. And... Um, <laughs> So after this reopening, there's going to be a after party at night. It's Which is be not like, free. It's not. You do have to pay for it because it's like stand. There's only one like really shocking thing that we saw within the next like five minutes. So. Right. Yeah. And so we'll, we'll cover that in a yeah. second. Yeah. So so Mabel claims and she says they're going to do it. There's going to be karaoke there, which is very exciting. And they're going to have a... Uh, trio called love patrol alpha between so seuss par- um, so stan and dipper was dipper. the paranoid <laughs> stan was the old guy what was mabel i i wish i had hold on the best i don't have a picture of it here i think mabel was like the the good one the good one mm-hmm. i think that was something but i know it was whatever Mabel was the old one and the paranoid one <laughs> which is like fair while they're there dipper finally asked stan for his uh journal back and Stan kind of digs it up from somewhere and says, like, ah, it was too boring. I couldn't even finish it. Um, he made a copy of it. He, yeah, he had a, he put the whole thing through the copy but he machine. Gave, but he gave Dipper the copy, correct? I think he gave Dipper the real one. Why would he give him the real one? Doesn't he need it for his machine? No, he just needed the picture in it. Oh. He just but, needed the diagram. But, like, all the books were out, and you can't, you probably couldn't, like, to work the machine, you probably can't use a copy of the picture. You need the actual one. I, don't, I think he was just there's like just the the drawing of it, so I think that's just he just needed the drawing. So. I feel like if we're gonna go with like a magical scientific machine thing, you can't use a copy. But also, wouldn't that make Dipper suspicious if he just gave him back like a copy? <laughs> you could have ripped up the cover. Uh, oh, we got we got we gotta keep that journal one piece. It's a it's a good journal. Um, so it's not even finished. <laughs> or is it? No, there's blank pages. 
or oh right the light but is there lights on the okay yeah no the blank pages are full of writing you just can't see them yeah Uh uh-huh uh-huh do you need a light to see your journal uh yes the one i have does have the black light on it Oh, really? Yes. Like, you it's need a black light? You need a black light to, to see the... Did you get a black light? I don't own a black light. So, so you can't see it? <laughs> I mean, like, not yet. I'm working on but it. But you're aware that they have it in there? Yeah, it, it is there. That seems weird that they want to provide you with a black light. <sighs> yeah. Especially because, like, considering, Especially like... Especially because I spent a lot of money on that. Yeah. <laughs> like, you think, That's like, if... Little... Either, like, they would, like, have it just printed there or they would give you one. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like... Right. Disney. Disney. What are you doing? Come on. You could have even charged her more. Come on. Please. For the black light. She would have bought it. I would have. Listen, I would have. Mm-hmm. But now that, that Dipper has the journal back, you know, almost losing it made him realize that it is time to actually dive deep into the real mysteries of Gravity Falls. Yes. About, you know, because up until now, Dipper has been like, oh, it's this mysterious journal that it has cool things in it. But he's never really, he knows that they're the author kind of mysteriously vanished that, you know, it had the number three on it. So he knew that there were other journals, but he didn't, wasn't never really pursuing that and was ever trying to actually find out what the mystery behind the whole thing was. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, you know, Zipper's kind of redirect focus and then mm-hmm. spend more time trying to figure out who was the author of these journals and, you know, everything about that. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Soon we see the arrival of the uh, government figures. We see as they pull up in the parking lot, which has says free parking on it. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. We would assume that Stan would definitely charge. Yeah, parking. like that was. I'm just like, wait, Jack. Stan, what? It's a missed opportunity. That Stan. that was odd. That was like the, that was one of the odder things in this episode. <laughs> free parking at the Mystery Shack. Free parking. Um, so we see the the arrival of these government agent characters. We have Agent Powers and Agent Trigger. I'm not sure if you noticed. Uh, agent Powers is voiced by Nick Offerman. Oh, that makes sense. Agent Trigger is voiced by Brad Abril. I don't know him. I don't think. He's probably does some voice work. Ah, he's like a voice. He's like a voice guy. He's a voice dude. He's a voice guy. But Nick Offerman, that makes sense. Yeah. I guess like for some reason, like it's like, I'm not saying like Nick Offerman has like a generic voice, but it's like a very like manly like standard voice yeah and like sometimes like you're unsure considering like this show's kind of niche like can they actually like get mm-hmm. like big people so i'm just like it's still i mean it's still just a decent size for what it was i mean they they have some you know half decent people on the cast i do rem- so. wasn't like with me in the third episode they got you know coolio and larry king it's true <laughs> that was very funny so the these agents show up and they're kind of questioning around and Stan is very nervous. Like he actually sends people out of the shack, which he wouldn't. He usually doesn't close the gift shop, but he's very nervous because uh, he knows that they're probably looking for he's something. Gonna that he's going to use hoses got. on the old people. He's not afraid to. Yeah, I know. you just gotta you just gotta hose those old people. That's so wrong. the agent. Absolutely. So the agents are looking for, you know, suspicious activity. They're looking for strange goings-ons. Um, and Dipper hears this, and he thinks that his it's his opportunity to be like, Gravity Falls, strange things. I know all about that. Because um, Dipper is just... He just wants, I think, just people to to converse with, to talk with him about this. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. Dipper doesn't have a lot of friends. I'm thinking there's... <laughs> a, you know, I just thought about this. There's probably yeah. another town... Right. ...that I literally don't remember the name of that he'd probably find some friends in. Mm. You know? Mm. You know? No. You know, it's like another, like another town where there's weird shit that happens. 
There's a lot of towns with weird things happening. Like with some monsters in a different dimension? <laughs> Indiana. So That word is? I forgot. Indiana. Yep. That's kind of I gotta finish. I've though. only seen season one. I gotta finish this. Really? I I binged season three in one day. Was it good? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. We didn't it. even say the show. I just really enjoy No, figure it out for yourself. Stranger Things. So <laughs> I like season one a lot because I remember like I was like like uh like texting you when I was watching yeah, season one. No and then I just kept forgetting to finish it. Yeah, yeah. Um no, I I literally watched eight episodes all in a row. Is there only gonna be one more season? Yeah. I think mean, that's what they said. Um, which is fine. But that's fine. Anyway, this Stranger Things. Um, Gravity Strange, Falls. We rec- Gravity Falls. Go watch. If you like Gravity Falls, go watch Stranger oh Things. Oh, my God. What if, like, show. the guys from Stranger Things and Alice Hirsch made an act and made another show? Oh, that'd be fun. Um, <laughs> somebody's blending upstairs. I'm not sure if you can hear it. Uh, I can hear the blender. So, but Dipper is so excited to to exchange this information. And what I think is really interesting is that these agents take them seriously. Because usually we're used to people in this town writing them off, like especially like the cops with mm-hmm. the thing and everything. Because Dipper's just like a 12-year-old kid. Yeah, why are they actually, I'm like kind of wondering why they immediately listen to this 12-year-old. Well, I think that they're, they're smart in the sense that they're not going to deny things right off the bat. They're going to, you know, they're going to explore their options. So I actually think it's, it's interesting that you know they, they don't write him off right away they say like well if you do have evidence it's true contact us they give him his card and stand is quick to jump in and say like he's just a kid with an overactive imagination don't take him seriously and you know that obviously upsets dipper so stand he's just the, a kid and life is a nightmare he's just a kid it's not fair is that simple yeah. plan yeah okay Nobody cares because I'm alone in the world. This so Stan confiscates the um the business card of the government mm-hmm. agents and he takes it, he kind of puts it away in his box of stuff, box of things that also includes like a tamagotchi in it, <laughs> some playing cards. Tamagotchi I actually and never. I was about to say. I was about to say I miss tamagotchi, but I never actually had one. Really, I I had a thing where like every time I would get one, I would lose it. And like I never, my sister had a, my sister had a couple. Always lost them. I either when it came to like those like retro pet things, I either did Neopets for a little bit or Webkins. Yo, Neopets was so good. Is Neopets still around? Probably in some form. Yeah. I don't remember. I just like playing the game. I didn't like taking care of a pet though. I just like playing the games. Mm-hmm. But I remember also like Webkins was fun because you actually had to go and like buy a stuffed animal and then you were, like registered online. Mm-hmm. And I think you can like, get it like Hallmark for like. Super expensive. Right. But. Oh, man. I wonder if my Neopets are still out there. I haven't met them in decades. So they're probably dead. They don't die. They just look really sad. Wait, Neo- I thought Neopets died. Tamagotchis die. Tamagotchis die. Neopets don't die. You have to clean up their shit in Tamagotchis? I always forget. Yeah. Yeah. That was the thing. Gravity Falls. Gravity. Gravity. Falls. So, but now that the government agents are out of the way, it is time to partay. So the party um, is up and it is happening. And it is, again, bumping. 80s themed. It's it's not 80s themed. It's just that Mabel isn't herself as 80s themed. Mabel's just the 80s the themed person. 80s kind of fascinate me and I also don't find them that interesting. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like an 80s power ballad. Right. It's the greatest kind of music ever. It's true. That is just accurate. But like everything else in the 80s, I mean, I know there's like some, you know, born historical stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff things 
Um, so what I like about the, the party scene is that it's fun. It's a lot of thing. We also see the return of a lot of those like minor characters that are always popping up. Um, you know, the pool check is there for some reason. Lazy Susan, Manly Dan. I like a uh, Tyler cute biker. He shows up. I'm not sure if you remember in his very first appearance. He's like deciding over the Puma shirt or the Panther shirt. Uh, he shows up at this party with both shirts cut and then sewn together. <laughs> So it's those like little details that I really even, like. Ah, I've oh, that reminds me of like a piece of clothing that I wanted, but I don't really feel like getting into that right now. <laughs> Did you just buy both of them and then sew them together? No, it's like solution. No, this was like so hot topic. Ooh, um, they what, what's the hot topic? Their display was like a mix between a uh, it was like a jacket, but it was a mix between like half Gryffindor and half Slytherin. Hmm. And then like it was also like, reversible one of jackets, and I wanted it. So then I asked the guy, and it's like, oh, we just made that. That doesn't actually exist. And I was like. Really? Wild. Wouldn't you want that though? Yeah. That well, like, they're they're not my houses of choice, but I think yeah. I've I've gotten like everything but Hufflepuff. Hmm. I don't even know what I am really. <laughs> You're divergent. <laughs> no, I don't want to be divergent. <laughs> so, remember um, they the, the divergent movies, they did just as well as Harry Potter. <sighs> they they did so well, they definitely did not have to release one on what was it, the TV? Did they even do that? Did they even release it? At I don't all? think they released it. That was awkward. Because I think Shailene Woody was like, no, I'm done. And I'm like, good for you. Oh, awkward. Um, so anyway, yeah, a lot, a lot of Gravity Falls residents here. I mean, Kenny and Grenda show up. They came back after a couple episodes. Also, like, looking just like, I love their style. I just love the style. They're like, they told me what girls just dress however the heck they want. Yeah. Which is just so much fun. Wendy is there. And Dipper is kind of agonizing that, you know, he really wants to... Uh, contact his agents. He thinks it's something that, that he wants to do. While Wendy plays around with the blacklight, because they have blacklight posters and they look kind of cool. And Wendy says, like, oh, I think he keeps all the stuff in his room. You should just go in there and take it and then call up. Yeah. Um, Wendy helps Dipper sneak into Stan's room. Dipper is able to... Find the box. Yeah, find the box. He gets the number and he calls them and says, like, hey, I have the journal. I have evidence. Meet me at the mystery shack. But Stan jumps in and he's, you know, he tries to tell Dipper that like, hey, like this stuff is all bogus. Shut up. But here's the thing. That was Dipper's fault because he calls the government agency in Stan's room. Right. So that was your own damn fault. Mm -hmm. Why would you do that? You take the card, you get out of the room, and then you call them somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, well, Dipper, he's smart, but also an idiot. Yeah, I'm just like, Dipper, like, you're going to get caught if you stay, like, the longer you stay in a place where you're not supposed to be, the more likely you're going to get caught. Right, exactly. So, yeah, not the, not the brightest bulb in the bunch, but we love him anyway. So the, the, uh, the government agents come, they show up, and they meet with Dipper, you know, they do want to hear him out. Uh, so Dipper kind of gives them the journal and says, like, hey, look, like, he opens up and kind of says, hey, look through it. Uh, this is all the stuff. He tries to tell them the story about the journal and how it mm-hmm. came to be. He's like, hey, I found this somewhere, blah, 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 blah. And he, but, of course, the uh, the journal has some things that, like, aren't super serious in them. Well, there's, like, this weird kind of thing, if, if you think about this, because they say we've been, like, like looking into the paranormal, mm-hmm. which, like, I get, like, can be assumed as, like, more alien-based. Right. And this is, like, kind of, want to put on our spectacles. Our skepticals? Skepticals. Skepticals. Skeptical. Like, there's like some kind of like this weird mix of like maybe like paranormal versus magic, and like that's kind of 
Like, how do you mesh the two? Right. So it's like, oh, magic isn't real, but aliens are? I don't know. how. Le- it, yeah. it's Gravity Falls always exists on that line between, like, the um, like the sci-fi and the, the magic. And I mean, the fact, fantasy, like, the thing with the, like, Gravity Falls kind of handles it in the way that I kind of expected, which is kind of like, or not the way I expected, but the way I, kind, I like it. Yeah. Which is like, you're thinking about it. Here's what you should do. Right. Don't think about it. Exactly. So if you kind of like play that, I'm like, all right, you're forgiven, or you ha- and if you do explain it, mm-hmm. then it's like you need to be really specific about it. Like Marvel right. has basically the same thing, but they explain that it's all alien, just the way you interpret it. Right. So that's also okay. Mm-hmm. So like either like a explain it in a reasonable way that kind of makes sense, like way people interpret it, or just say don't think about it. Shh. Jingle the keys. Shh, just don't. jingle the keys. Just jingle, 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 jingle. Um. <laughs> Very good. So <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what the discussion I had. <laughs> so yeah, but the yeah the the things in Gravity Falls are strange. For example, there's one that says like stomach faced duck and leprechaun. Like they're just weird. But and somebody said wasn't funny, and I'm like I I agree. It's not that funny. Uh, but it's it's yeah it's it's silly in a way that it feels like it's something that did come out of Mystery Shack is and like somebody took two things just glued them together mm-hmm. and said like ah this is a creature because that just the very nature of Gravity Falls is so ridiculous that it's it's difficult to believe even if you see it with your own eyes. So Dipper gets you know upset because he wants because they're going away like they're like this is you know this is bogus whatever um so dipper gets desperate and he wants to be able to prove things are real so he just flips around a page says a magic spell and they like uh, mask bada bada yeah something about uh you said raising the dead and then you're like oh yeah like levit like something about like levitating levitation cor- levitation when Gaudi and leviosa yeah uh, and then, yeah, Diablo Domine. And then I'm like, oh, that's, those are some Latin words that about mean you're about to mess some stuff up. So, of course, naturally, the ground rips open and out comes a zombie. Oh, I like the design of these zombies. Cause, yeah. Like, they were, like, skeletal. And, like, you don't see that that much. Right. Because you can see I have a picture uh, right here in front of me because they, yeah, they... They look like very emaciated, as in like kind of all their muscles run away, but there's still skin on there. Like they look like skeletons, and then you see like half their teeth are falling out. So they do look like bodies that have been like rotted. I feel like in like live action zombie movies, like you can't, you don't do that because it's kind of expensive. That's hard. It's hard to do. That's yeah. that you need to do CGI with, right? Probably which is like not with other ones. It's like literally like, but I kind of like the idea of like. You know, like the movie, not the movie, the video game, The Last of Us, where, like, there was, like, a, do you know what I'm talking about? I know the video game. Okay, so, like, there was, like, a progression of, like, how the zombies work, because, like, the thing is, like, a mushroom disease. Right. So, it's, like, you are, like, a normal zombie who's, like, meh, and then you, like, get more, like, get spores out of you. So, I kind of like the progression of, like, if there's a zombie movie that exists like this, where, like, they look like humans, but they're zombie-like, and then as they... As time goes on, they get, like, thinner, and then they become, like, skeletal zombies. Mm-hmm. Right. That seems like fun. I think maybe Warm Bodies did that. I think um I think Walking Dead has a degree of that as far as as the show progresses. Is that show gonna end soon? God, I hope so. Um, I don't really watch it, so actually I don't care. I would um, want to watch it, but like maybe I think one day we're gonna have to cover Walking Dead, and I'll probably bite the bullet and watch all of it. Oh, it's a lot. It's a long series. I know, but I feel like if one day I have seen the first episode a couple of times. I've seen episodes. I've seen yeah, I've seen like here and there and stuff. Um, they're zombies. They're zombies. They're zombies. So the, the government agents are kind of freaked out because they've been researching paranormal for years and but never actually have seen it. Uh, so they they defeat one zombie and that's fine, but then a bunch more start popping up and then it's a whole army of the undead. And then they and then they take government agents and then they're dead. Yep. Yep. 
rip, rip, rip. So that was fun while it lasted. <laughs> so uh, back at the party, it's it's zombie time. So Mabel's like having a good time. She says, when I say Mabel, you say Pines. I accept that zombies interrupt and then just start, you know, messing things up. Yeah. So, well, first it feels like an earthquake. So everybody scatters and then zombies show up and then, you know, it ensues. Stuff. Things happen. And Stan's back in the basement doing a thing with the machine. Right, right. Stan's taking this time right now to, you know, work on whatever that machine is um, while all these zombie things are happening. Uh, Seuss is very confident. He says he's watched a bunch of zombie movies before. He's very prepared and he's got this. He gets bit. And then he gets bitten and he turned into a zombie. But he, uh, but he's like a Zeus zombie? Zeus <laughs> makes the best zombie because he's like a very aware, he's like a weirdly self-aware zombie. And the fact that he's like, yo, I'm going to eat your brains. But like he, just the quips that he comes up with are so good. I just really enjoy zombie Zeus. Mm-hmm. Mabel and Dipper have to escape the zombies. They're running and they, currently the journal doesn't have anything on how to defeat the undead. So they're just really trying to get away. Um, they're trying to, you know, board up the windows, get back in the shack, do all of this stuff, you know, but it's, they're, they're getting close here. Look, it's looking kind of hopeless for them. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Stan shows up. Yeah. <laughs> Just to beat the shit out of some zombies. Yeah. And it is so good. Yeah. And I then- just, I love that. I love that scene. I love when Stan comes out because he's like, because like Stan is like a grandpa character, right? But well, like at like- the end of it, he's like, everything hurts. <laughs> Right, but when he first shows up, he has a bat, and he's just kicking some zombies, and he looks, like, very disheveled. You know, he doesn't have the feds on. He's yeah. just, like, in it. So he just, like, looks like a badass, you know? Mm-hmm. And some people who are maybe, who might be into, like, dad bots and stuff are probably into that. So somebody thinks it's hot. So, yeah, so so Stan stops, steps in. He's, he's the adult here. He's beating up all these zombies. Um, he tells Dipper Mabel to get up to the, the attic. And I thought for a second, because look where the light was, I thought for a second that they went into the basement. Right. And I was like, oh my God, we're actually going to discover this now? Right. Okay. That'd be really fast, yeah. Um, I don't think it'd be fast, because like, you don't know how long the machine's going to take to do the thing. Right. So I was thinking, like, oh, they're going to find out, like, Stan has this machine. Right. And then mm-hmm. they'll get the memory wipe thing from Men in Black. You, what? That, that doesn't exist in Gravity Falls or with the government? Even in real life, it doesn't exist. Real life, that's a good question. Um, Gravity Falls, also a good question. Is so, Will Smith not uh, actually a blend and black agent? He's not? Oh, I don't know. We're watching you. We're watching you, Will Smith. Because um, remember, he is very charming. He's very charming. He's very charming. He could trick us. <laughs> don't fall for his tricks. Um, but so- he seems so nice. <laughs> So in the the attic of the um, the mystery shack, they are able to stay there for a while. Um, Stan comes in, and Dipper kind of makes like kind of a half-hearted joke where he's like, "Hey, I guess you can't say this isn't real anymore." And Stan finally comes clean to a degree Ish. and says, "Like, well, of course it's all real. It takes an idiot to realize that." Like, you know, what? Isn't that's what my thing stuff. was like. He's been living here for God knows how long. Like. You have to believe somebody. That's why, like, I kind of always thought, like, Wendy knew a little, and Zeus knew, like, a little bit. Because I'm like, if you live somewhere long enough and a bunch of weird shit happens, you're going to find, you're going to know about it. Right. I right. mean, look, I mean, granted, like, I think this show gets away with it because many of the people on, the, many of the characters in the show are idiots. They're, they're stupid. Yeah. So it's like, okay, they just don't see it. Or they're so <gasps> used to it. They don't Wait, what if weird. there's, like, some kind of, like, weird, like, 
air thing in Gravity Falls that makes most people stupid so that they don't realize what's going on. And, like, some people are immune to it. Hmm. It's like the spell in Beauty and the Beast with the memory wipe. Oh, don't get me started on Beauty and the Beast. No, but oh. even in, like, the animated one, that's the only thing that makes sense, if you think about it. That's why I didn't mind it, because I'm like, why else would they forget that they had a king? Mm-hmm. So, that actually made sense. Yeah. I don't want to talk about Beauty and the Beast. You know what I want to talk about? Gravity Falls. So, um... Beauty and the Beast. You, no! <laughs> No. So, uh, but yeah, I really, I really like this moment of Stan finally being like, well, of course it's real. I was just like, you know, he just wants to protect them, but that's Stan is not- an idiot and doesn't realize that that's not how you treat 12 year olds. You be honest with them. Right. Right. That they're like, if you try to push them away for something, they're just going to be more interested in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Stan hasn't figured that out. He just thought that by playing it off as, you know, by like downplaying it and everything else that it was going to push them away from it. And it did quite the complete opposite yes but but so we do know now that of course stan knows about all the goings on at gravity falls um and he was just putting on a face but while they're also in the attic they're able to discover that you know the the journal looks like it stops and there's just a bunch of blank pages on it but with the black light from the party they actually it's a lot of it is written in invisible ink which is clever yeah so yeah like i think the the journal says something about like hey this it was like unsafe to like continue writing so i'm just gonna write in secret now Mm -hmm. um so using that they're able to find the answer of how to defeat the zombies which is a perfect three-part harmony Mm -hmm. which brings us back to the title of the episode scaryoke which is they take out the karaoke machine like a 2000s karaoke machine it's very 2000s with like some 80s pop hits i don't think i've i don't even know if i ever owned a karaoke machine Mm -hmm. like i think i just bought like wii games that we can get a microphone (laughs) mainly disney yeah. Actually, I don't think I had yeah. any, like, ones with, like, real. I know I had, like, a Disney one with, like, classic Disney music. I had a couple of High School Musical ones, because, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, that's true. High School Musical was good. So so they, they put on the uh, the song Taking Over Midnight by Amber Sandra. Everybody knows that classic what artist. Song? I, like, the thing is, like, if you have a parody of, like, different songs, I'd like to know what they're actually, like, what the parody is. To me, I thought it was Girls Just Want to Have Fun. That doesn't sound like it, though. It's not, not even just, it's more the lyrics about, like... I guess, but, like, when you, like, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, like, that's not a good, like, changing title to Dancing in Midnight. Or the dance Taking Over Midnight. Yeah, like, that's, like, not a good, par- like, that sounds like a weird, like, parody, right. like, title for Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Yeah, so I'm gonna, it might just be like women just want to be chill. Mm. Yeah, so I'm gonna look at the article here. It says if it says if it's what it's based off of, but to me, well, because it's the um, it sounds like a generic '80s power ballad, right? Well, I just thought here are the couple of lyrics that made me think that where it's it says uh, Friday night we're gonna party till dawn. Don't worry, Daddy, I got my favorite dress on, which. Um, Wake up in the middle of the night, my father says, what you gonna do with your life? That's like what I, why I drew that. And also the, um, what's the line about the, ah, boys are a bore, let's show them the door. Great. That's not it. Girls just want to have fun though. But it's, it's, uh, yeah. But it's more of it. It's like a song about girl power, basically. Not girl power, but like girls having fun. Um, I get, I don't know. That doesn't seem like a. It's like a decent, I know it's like, but like with like a parody, like you're going to sound close to it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the clock, like, like Weird Al stuff kind of sounds close enough. Right. So is there any other parody musicians besides Weird Al? Probably on the internet. But like quality ones like Weird Al? Probably on the internet. 
If I don't listen. Nobody is good at him, though. It's true. He does it best. So they are able to, using their karaoke skills, defeat the zombies yes. in time for sunrise. Yes. And uh, I want, So they weren't zombies that could die in sunlight? No, I don't think so. I guess I'm, oh, you know what? I just realized that, like, I, I think, like, the closest thing I could think of with, like, some zombies kind of looking like that is a little bit of was an evil dead. Mm-hmm. I think with them, they would, like, die in sunlight. Hmm. I okay. think. I don't remember. We should watch Evil Dead. You Maybe. need to you need to watch a horror movie eventually. Eventually, Evil Dead. Okay, it's not that scary. Hey, wait, it's not that scary. Well, the first, you don't mind gross stuff, right? Depends. I'll be fine. I'm scared. Um, so, so they are able to defeat the zombies, and then we go back to the the shack is kind of trashed. Um, it happens. It's a mess, so they have to kind of repair it. Um, but before that, you know, Dipper kind of apologizes because, you know, the one thing, his one task for the night was not to raise the dead. And then he raised the dead. He hurt Mabel's feelings. <laughs> so, uh, Stan agrees to let Dipper keep the journal, but, you know, asks him that he doesn't keep looking for trouble. But, like, he's gonna, obviously. But also, uh, he, Dipper makes a promise to Stan, or, like, asks, like, you're not gonna keep any more big secrets from yeah, me right no more bombshell secrets and sin says no <laughs> which we know and that just means to break a promise right yeah. even though not really because you could just like i don't get it's like, that it's like yeah you're not you're yeah i like that as like a symbol for a show where like because like that's an obvious symbol but like it indicates like oh yeah like i'm not gonna break it but like even like today mm-hmm. you can say you promise and then just break your promise yeah you're a dick because the word means nothing now you're um, a dick but still <laughs> so uh Seuss is still a zombie but they there's a way in the journal to fix them so they're just formaldehyde and cinnamon that. um yeah lots of formaldehyde and cinnamon and cinnamon probably for the smell god i hate the smell of formaldehyde i think i actually like it i'm really weird really? well oh. there was like i think like i was at work yesterday and i think there was some paint fumes and it actually smelled kind of good mm. but i also so, paint i don't mind i like the smell of like chalk whiteboard cleaner mm-hmm like that smells, which like I know you shouldn't actually smell or like right. sharpies. I like that smell, mm-hmm. but I don't go around like. I'm just like if it's like if it's like open, then I smell it. I'm like that's nice. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not. I mean, I prefer to smell like a plate of chocolate chip cookies, right? Or like a panini, like burnt cheese. Panini, yo, a panini. Hell yeah! So I wanna, now I need a panini maker. I know. Buy us a panini maker. What? Said so buy us a panini maker. Um, Patreon. Patreon. We might actually have something on Patreon soon. Yay. That'd be exciting. So, but yeah, so we, we kind of end the episode that with the, the agents aren't dead. So Mr. Powers and Trigger, um, they were just in a ditch somewhere. They come out and they, you know, they, they think that maybe people won't believe them, but Gravity Falls is indeed the town that they are looking for. Um, so we're not quite sure what that means, but... I'm assuming we we'll find out by the end of the season. Ah, uh, yeah. So that's about the the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think, Dara? I liked it. I thought like honestly nothing was gonna be revealed or found out, or like nobody was gonna find out anything in this episode. So I kind of liked like something came up, right? And like it kind of seems like I don't know if Sam's gonna be like more honest with them. Definitely not about what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But at least like there's some kind of growth, right? I guess the zombies look cool. I like them. Um, I kind of like where the season's going, where it seems like it's going to be more of an arc, and I'm going to 
want to know what's like because like sometimes like with like with like standalone episodes like it's kind of like uh like can we get back to this thing that was actually interesting right and that kind of thing mm-hmm. so i'm looking forward to the season yeah i i think this sets up the season really well i'm mm-hmm. just looking back at it. i think this does a really good job of bringing that mystery to the forefront and saying you know um not just the thing that we we kind of were talking about was kind of sitting in the back of our minds but now we're finally bringing it forward and saying like hey this is something that we really have to start looking at now i guess um, i would say i guess my concern is that movie is going to be less mabel yeah, she's still. I know, but she was well, like Dipper was like the forefront of the mystery thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of like Mabel didn't do much mystery stuff. So it's kind of like is she gonna her? Is there gonna be like an? Is there gonna be an episode where like she, it's like her story mm. about some mystery? That's a really good question because we know Mabel is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> Mabel. Listen, uh, Mabel is always gonna be you know just the, the main a main character, and so we're never gonna get rid of Mabel. Oh, I didn't think, yeah, I didn't think we were going to get rid of her. I just thought she was going to, like, especially in the final season, that was, like, if she just, like, was on the back end. No. Okay. Nah. Okay. I think I can confidently say that. Um, yeah, but you can confidently say we were, there was going to be no more Gideon. Did I? I didn't confidently say that. You didn't, but still, I, I was upset. I mean, granted, <laughs> like, heard what you wanted to hear. The little it. bit that we saw of him was fine. Like, it was just, like, a shot and then, like, a puppet. Of him in jail. So that's fine. As long as, like... He doesn't become... My thing is, like, I just don't want him to be, like, the villain again. Right, Can right. Can you probably say that he's not the villain again? No. Dang it. No, I meant, I can probably say, it, like, I, no, as in he's not. He's not going to be a villain again? No. Yeah, but your eyes are shifting. Oh, well, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. It's, it's, been, it's, still, it's been a while since I watched the um, this season. So, let's see... Um, oh, um, but yeah, I, 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 this is an episode I really like mm-hmm. when this first episode first came out, I was like, all right, I was really excited for, it. I really like this episode. I love the, the, I was just really waiting for that, that reveal and payoff of Stan saying, telling the kids like, yeah, of course I know about all the weird stuff going on here. Duh. I mean, of course they Stan still has more to hide, but it was that first, that final like breaking of, you know, cause I think for me, I, I think, I always think stories are more fun when like everybody's like involved like once everybody everybody's knows, aware when everybody's aware yeah once everybody's like laying on a secret i think that's when a lot of the fun stuff can i think you know build up to people hiding a secret can be fun but once that is like out there i think it's just so much more fun well to so. bring us back up and that's what was probably really good about stranger things is that like at like fairly early on in the first season everybody was in everybody knew it was like something was odd going on whether or not they right. like, were con- like talking about it or not yeah but like, you can understand why like the adults weren't telling the kids about it Right. And even like with uh what's his name? What's the sheriff's name? Harper? Um, that's the actor. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like Hopper. Hopper. Yeah. With like him, like even by like episode three of season one, like he knew like, all right, something weird's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, that was the fun thing about that show, and then I'll watch the next two seasons eventually. Yeah, yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah. I know. Um, but yeah, so, so like I said, I really enjoyed this episode. I was really excited to get to this one. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, so on the second time around, I still felt, even though I knew it was going to happen, I still kind of felt that payoff. I still kind of felt like, okay, we got to this point now where like, we're finally like things, things are moving now. Um, and we got to a point. Things are moving. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm just going to go through some trivia. If we're trivia, ready for trivia of gravity falls. It's a lot to talk about. Uh, ooh, there's a new backwards message at the end of the theme song. It says he, oh, I don't know how to say that Visionaire, which is the new credit cipher. Is it Latin? Yeah. Um, So what uh, does that mean? uh, I don't know. Visionaire. Vision? 
Um, I'm not sure. So in the credits, the name of Agent Powers' voice actor, Nick Offerman, is replaced with Key Visionaire. That's cool. Um, at one point... Oh, yeah. Um, so when Stan is <laughs> getting ready for the machine, he puts on gloves. Mm -hmm. And so we see that the gloves have uh, six fingers on them. Because there's a, there's a finger that's mm -hmm. like missing. So, so that kind of contributes to the thing that we see. So well, on the journal, so, it's a six-finger hand. So Stan's hand. the author, or he knows the author. Why? Because he had the glove. Or like no, he the, the, well, the, the glove was in the... Oh, well, it's in the basement. Oh. Hmm? Yeah. For a while, I was thinking, like, Stan might act... Because, like, act, like, the 30-year thing with both of the, with like, mm -hmm. the author and Stan, mm -hmm. I kept thinking he might be the author... Okay. And I know they said the six finger thing, but like that could either, or like they were, or was like a team. Okay. With like a buddy of his who also had six fingers, like they both wrote the journal, or like mm. they just knew each other. Mm hmm. Or like, do we, are we even assuming that it was a man who wrote the journal? I think, I feel like he pronouns are used enough where I think the assumption but is. But what if man. that's just a way, what if that's just a way to hide the actual author who's maybe a lady or a mouse? Oh, that would be. <laughs> Yes. Uh, that would be exciting. That would have been a fun bait and switch. Oh, so that's not it? I'm just saying it would be a fun bait and switch. All right. So let's see. Oh, okay. A visionary cipher is a series of Caesar ciphers where each letter shift depends on a key word. Oh, visionary ciphers use a visionary square like the one below. Okay. So it's like one letter equals one letter. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So it's kind of, it's like a comp more complicated cipher. Mm -hmm. That's very exciting. I love this kind of stuff. Let's see. Because Kaylin's a conspiracy nut. Okay. So the the Latin incantation Dipper recites to raise the dead translates to body rise, Lord Devil conquer the world. So Satan? Hail Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs> Let's see. Here's some of the cryptograms. The during the end credits of this episode, there's a cryptogram that reads, um, once decoded with the visionary cipher, reads, uh, welcome back. So that's exciting. Thank you. There's a cipher on Gideon's prison cell wall that <laughs> translates to whittle. Whittle? Whittle on me. Um, on the satellite footage of Gravity Falls that the agents are looking at, there are numbers at the bottom that say uh, it's a bunch of numbers once they are translated correctly. It says search for the dot dot dot. Uh, on the bottom of Dipper's Big Mysteries board, written on the board frame itself, there's a cryptogram that translates to why is Wendy so perfect? <laughs> That's a good question. That's a real question. Um, I don't even think she's perfect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, let's see. At the at the leprechauns section, there are two cryptograms. One says "Watch out," and the other one says "Kill me, please." How much time do you do invest to actually like go into all of this? It's yeah. What to to put it in the show or to translate it once it's out? No, to put it in the show makes sense because yeah. like that's your job. But right. like, this feels like a lot, <laughs> and like it's fun to like. So we saw there was a page at the end, a little thing with a skull that showed up. There are uh, ciphers on there. If you put this through the ciphers, it translates to, the man downstairs is very clever. Can he hide his plans forever? No. Probably not. We're going to guess not. All right. So that is, I think that's all we have for Scarioki. Any other final thoughts, Tara? We've been talking about this for a while now. Mm-hmm. All right. So are we good? Yeah. All right. Well, if we're good with that, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll come uh, back with uh, episode two, which is Into the Bunker. Stay tuned. Da -da -da. 
Mm-hmm. And we're back with Gravity Falls Season 2, Episode 2, Into the Bunker. Dara, what do you think about this episode? The more I think about this episode, the more I really enjoyed it. Yeah? I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, oh my god, that was fun, and that was fun. And like, look, we're all coming together, and like, a lot of a bunch of stuff was revealed, and there was a really scary monster, and I didn't like it. <laughs> I, I think that was a really uh, good play-by-play, but let's dive in with a synopsis, because I also really enjoyed this episode. I forgot that um, Scaryoki and Into the Bunker were back-to-back, because I'm like, oh, those are both re- episodes I really like. I forgot that they're back-to-back, I think so I was so like, excited I like, like to just watch them. Better. I like this. I do. Honestly, I'm going to say this. I like this a lot better than Scaryoki. Okay. But I still think Scaryoki is a good episode. Right. This is just kind of like, like one of those, like, I think it's like probably like if I eventually make a top 10 gravity falls episode i think that's gonna be up there yeah totally all right so let's get started so this episode begins with dipper and wendy are hanging out at wendy's house and they're watching a horror movie called nearly almost dead but not quite it's just like a really and was there like trying to make a joke about how like when you get teen like still today but i think they've gotten a bit better with it when like you cast like really older people as teenagers because like the the guy looked like in his like 40s the guy was like it had a lot of mint jacket but he looked like definitely looked like he was like twice the age like i think they're getting better with that like my rule is that like if you can still play a teenager when you're like 22 or 23 if you look young enough Mm -hmm. like i don't know if i can still play teenager now but like but like i mean it's kind of weird because like that new hbo show euphoria has got like Mm -hmm. a bunch of kids with like teenage stuff which like i don't think it's weird but like well i don't know how old zendaya is uh she's like in her early 20s yeah she's like 21 22 i'm just wondering because like you think like a show that you know involves like drugs and sex that is on hbo and there's like really young people in it yeah i heard it's good though i just haven't watched it i know i have to watch it too i know i've only been to one show recently (laughs) (laughs) um so let's see so they are um just like hanging out like we can tell like Dipper and Wendy are good friends. As much as Dipper just has, like, a big old crush on Wendy. No, he's over it. Remember, he said so. Oh, yeah, he says he's over it. And that totally, when he pulls out a note that says, uh, has the script down of what he's going to say when he tells her he likes her. Dipper, what do we talk about with with lists? Just don't. Just don't. Just don't do it. Um, so they're just hanging out. And, of course, uh, so what prompts the conversation is Wendy gets a text from uh, Robbie because, you know, he wants her back. And he and she's totally over him. And Dipper, you know, thinks that oh, maybe this is a chance to ask her, like, tell her how I feel or ask her a big question. But he gets nervous and instead asks her to uh, accompany them, uh, Mabel and Seuss, onto they're going to explore this bunker that they found in the um, invisible ink in the journal. Mm-hmm. So it has just like a picture of a tree, but when you put the black light on it, it looks like there is something uh, under the ground. It looks like some kind of mysterious bunker. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, so, and so, uh, Stan doesn't accompany them or Stan isn't aware that they're going to this bunker. Cause you know, he probably wouldn't approve of he it. He was like barely in this episode, right? He only shows up to, to kind of, uh, you know, set it up that he's, he's too busy paying attention to the shack being prepared after it was totally thrashed. Um, by a woodpecker. By, by a woodpecker. Yes. Um, on the, in the previous episode. So that's why Stan isn't kind of aware of what's going on. But Dipper, Mabel, uh, Seuss, and Wendy, they go to the woods to where this mysterious tree is. Mm-hmm. And they are about to explore this bunker. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like how early on we pretty we start out that this is a pretty closest thing to a Wendy episode 
we have, I feel like, in the oh, sense the that, um, in the sense that this is, there's a lot of Wendy in this episode. This, yeah. This episode kind of doesn't necessarily focus on her, like it's not from her perspective or anything, but she plays a major role in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and really haven't seen that whole, I don't know, besides, other than like the episodes where like Dipper just has a crush on her. Like, Wendy here is very independent of Dipper having a crush on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlike other episodes. So, Wendy, of course, hailing from a long line of lumberjacks. Uh, she's able to climb trees very well. And at this tree, there is a, looks like a branch, but it's a lever. So she notices that and is able to climb up the tree. And, and I love how like anytime I see somebody do that, I just immediately go to Milan. <laughs> we, we definitely started singing, be a man. But also Mabel is starting to get suspicious that Dipper invited Wendy along because, you know, he's going to tell her she thinks that there might be romance in the air. No, but he's over it. But, but he's totally over it. He tells her that he's over it. And obviously... That is the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But once the the lever is hit, the ground pulls away, and then we see, like, the staircase emerge that leads them down into the bunker. Um, and it's like a, an apocalypse bunker? It looks like an apocalypse bunker. There are rations and, and boxes there. For, like, um, 20, four, 20 years? Up through 2070. So it's almost 60 years but where's like the bottom so like you know when the apocalypse is gonna start because then also like Mm -hmm. what happens if like the apocalypse doesn't come till 2070 right then what are you gonna do then you're out of rations then you're out of rations i mean unless like you eat one box of rations per year and then you restock it right but that means you have to leave your bunker then Mm -hmm. so i don't really know what uh the person who made this was thinking i don't really know i don't have that kind of brain um, so yeah, it's, I like when Wendy takes the, like, the, the fallout shelter sign and like, I'm hanging this over my bed, uh, which is like a big old mood. Well, it's not like a thing like you would get like, like road signs and hang them up in your room. That was mm-hmm. a thing, right? That was a thing. Yeah. I, I never, I didn't do that. Well, that means you have to steal it, right? Yeah. I was, I didn't steal things. I was a good kid. Mm-hmm. Um, or I think you could probably buy them in a store. <laughs> probably buy them with like money. So as they are kind of exploring this place. It, you know, it does look old. Um, it probably hasn't... It kind of looks like stands, like, basement thing, but run down. Right, exactly. It has a very similar kind of architecture to, to the I basement. Just, I just thought somebody walked down, but it was just your cat. Oh, spooky. Maybe it was the author of the journals. <laughs> your cat's the author? Yes. Starlet, do you have six fingers? She didn't answer me. Don't cats only have four fingers? Like, per hand? I wait till pause. Well, they have, like, one that's, like, up here. Right? I don't know how cats work. Actually, no, I don't think so. Well, are you polydactyl? Are you polydactyl? I love her so much. So so they're exploring this, and it does have that similar architecture. Like, it does look very... There's something very industrial about it, but also old. But as they're walking in, they set off a trap in the one room. And so there's, like, these symbols everywhere, and they light up, and there's these blocks. They start moving towards them. uh, And Dipper is able to... Use the black light to find symbols to hit, and yeah. then they hit them, and then they go into another room. Right, right. The solution to that puzzle is in the journal. So, but they barely make it out. Dipper, he kind of loses his vest in the meantime. Uh, Mabel goes to retrieve it, and then finds the note that Dipper wrote to Wendy. Oh, so he's not over her. So maybe he's not over her. Shock and disbelief. And uh, Dipper, you know, Dipper tries to explain it away as in like, you know, he, he knows that he shouldn't, but also he wants to and not really sure what he should do. And go, is, he's kind of um, going back and forth. And Mabel is convinced that Dipper is going to feel better 
once he tells I feel Mabel. like Mabel always thinks that, like, you feel better when you tell somebody how you feel. Mm-hmm. That's not always the case, because you might get rejected. Yeah. Um, so... Mabel takes it into her own hands. And this is kind of where we see, we always talk about how much we love Mabel and Mabel is great, but definitely one of her flaws is that uh, sometimes she just doesn't know like when to not involve herself in something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she takes it into her own hands uh, to be the love guru. And so she pushes Dipper into a closet with Wendy and shuts the door and says, Dipper cannot t- come out until he tells Wendy how he feels. Or like, you know, he needs to tell her something. Yeah, he needs to tell her something. Right. And so, yeah, Mabel kind of yells, you know, I'm not going to let you out until you tell Wendy that thing you wanted to tell her. And Wendy's like, oh, huh? But then we find out yeah. that there's... We're not there yet. I don't think we're there yet. Um. So, well, they, so it looks like there's like a light hanging down, so they try to pull it, but it's actually a decontamination chamber. Like you do. So, you know, they get like joust, they get dry, and then it... it, it I think it's like an elevator, right? It brings them down. I think. Or it's like opens another door. Um, so and they're in this entire other room completely. There's so many rooms. There's so many rooms. This bunker is elaborate. This bunker's taking like 30 years to build. <laughs> Built. Build. Build. Uh, I'm good with grammar. Grammar. Words. Stuff. So, you know, they're like, well, we're in this whole other room. It's weird. And they kind of see something. Um, in the distance, that looks a little shifty, and uh, you know they're they're really they're asking Mabel to to let him back in, and Mabel is refusing until Dipper says what he has to say. And Dipper, instead of just confronting things right there so they can be on their merry way, he's like, "Let's find another way out." <laughs> Which, like, I get, but I'm Which also like, like, I get, but we're like, honey, priorities. I get it. <laughs> I I understand Dipper. Mm-hmm. So they they're kind of trying to, to escape this this thing, this monster. We don't really see it well, but we kind of see it in silhouette form. And mm-hmm. they're, like, running, trying to escape it. There's a lot of caves in this bunker here. It's actually a pretty expansive room. And so eventually, a Dipper and uh, Wendy are cornered. And we kind of see in the silhouette, it looks like this giant monster is coming. It looks like a spider. It looked like a spider, yeah. but then, the, like, you saw more kind of, like, caterpillar-type thing. Right, right. It's a weird combination of, like, it's not quite a normal creature. Mm-hmm. Well, especially because, like, giant spiders don't exist, right? Yes. They don't exist. Okay. All right. And they're kind of annoying. I don't get the giants. I don't know. I've never been afraid of spiders. Mm. Yeah, spiders, like, I, I don't really differentiate spiders from bugs. So, like. The, I don't. There's people are afraid of bugs. My thing with, like, being afraid of bugs, like, maybe, like, flies are a bit tricky, but, like, you can crush them. Mm-hmm. Even a cockroach, you can crush it. Right. And then it's dead. Mm-hmm. I respect bugs. I just want them to keep their oh, No, like, if they're, like, in my house, I try to, like, get them out. But yeah. if it's, like, or even if they're outside, I don't, like, bite them. But if they're, like, being a nuisance, mm-hmm. like, anywhere else, I'm just kind of, like, flap. Unless it's lantern flies, I will kill lantern flies. But that's for the good of the environment. Really? Yeah. They're, they're invasive species. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, lanternflies, they spot lanternflies, they're an infestation, and they're very bad for the local environment here in Pennsylvania, um, so it's actually our responsibility to, if we see them, kill them. So if you wanted to know what it's like <laughs> looking like, in Southeast PA... Is that like, when you see like a lantern, and then it's like, I thought those were fireflies. No, you're thinking, that's different. That's a different creature altogether. Oh. Um, no, so, no, that's lightning bugs, or fireflies, if you're an Alice City fan. No, different, but there's lanternflies. Don't flies. kill fireflies. You, I can show you a picture of them. Or just, can we kill moths as well, because they're just annoying. But because like well, I haven't been in like a camping area in a long time, 
They're now, invasive species. Is that like a moth? It looks it like a pretty they're smaller. It's like a pretty moth. They're they're not they they look cool, um, but they're actually an invasive species from Asia and they're slowly killing our environment here in Southeast PA. So. Oh, so you're allowed to kill them. So you're it's like I said, it's like actually like your responsibility to get rid of them if you can. If you see one, kill it. <laughs> um, the more you know um, fun things about living here. But yeah, so anyway, gravity falls. Um so they're as they're quartered, they kind of see the silhouette of the monster, but then they see like it looks like a like a man or someone jumps out and is able to it, to beat it up and rips its tongue out and rips its tongue out. Remember, we can't show guns except for that one part where they did. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that. Should I forget? They like yeah, they open like a closet. It has like weapons in it. There's like a real gun. There's like an old timey like, like an actual like pistol. It's like an old timey pistol, but still. But there's like other weapons and there's like knives and stuff. And I'm like, oh, is this so what we're okay? saying is we can't show that apparently, but we can't show being a tongue being ripped out of a monster and then show said tongue. Standards and practices. So go figure. But so this this weird, mysterious figure um, introduces himself. Well, doesn't really even introduce himself. He doesn't give a name or anything. Well, like, I kind of thought because like we assume that like for not we assume uh, Dipper assumes for well that that's the author. I guess one he assumes too. And like I assumed it for a second, but then the more we got to this, like talk to the more I'm like right because this person doesn't. They don't give a name. They don't really introduce themselves. But they do look like you would picture you know a kind of quirky person like the author would look in the sense that you know it has like wears goggles has like this crazy gray hair like has like a long cloak this is somebody like it looks like an adventurer like, it's like, looks a like steam, something who's fancy. he's there. like a steampunk doc brown yes who voiced him um because i was conf- i it, like it sounded generically familiar steampunk is a really good way of describing that uh come on even the gun was kind of steampunk voice 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 oh ha, ha, ha. oh this is a good this is Oh, I'm so mad I didn't find this. Although this person is a very good voice actor. Um, so I probably don't know who they are. No, you absolutely know who they are. Mark Hamill. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> Why didn't was, you know that? I was so mad I didn't know that. Um, although Mark Hamill is a very good voice actor and yes. just transforms his voice. I love Mark Hamill. In so many ways. He's a he's such a good voice actor. Um, like Mark Hamill is also, he's kind of weird with like his voice acting. He'll just like come in for like a two seconds. Then was in a big role. Mm-hmm. You feel like you give that something else to like your Mark Hamill. Yeah. Like if you have a Mark Hamill, you use it wisely also. Well, Mark Hamill does a lot of voice work though. Like a lot of voice work. Um, he's been in everything. He's been in a lot of stuff. So, but yeah, so Mark Hamill. He was the, Mark Hamill shows up. He was the Fire Lord, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fire Lord You betcha. I like Mark Hamill. I think he was in a space movie too, but I'm not sure. So, <laughs> oh right, Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah, it was Spaceballs. Good job. So, um, <laughs> for some reason, I took me a second. <laughs> I thought even like animated space movie. Oh man, not um, like the space. Not like the space. The space movie. All right, that controversial one, The Last Jedi. <laughs> Yep. Uh, <laughs> let's not talk about that. So anyway, today, today we already actually have a podcast on that. Go listen to it. So anyway, so yeah, this this guy pops up. Like we don't really know much about him. He looks very. He does look very steampunk. Look like looks like an adventurer. And you know, Dipper is so excited because he just assumes that this is the author. Also, I just sorry. I keep like bringing no, back Mark Hamill, dude. Like, who wouldn't want a live like a weird live action steampunk movie where Mark Hamill plays the crazy guy? That would be really good. It's so good. That would be really good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Tipper keeps saying, he's like, oh, my God, I've been so excited to meet you. I have so many questions. And this, that, you know, he he brings, he has his journal with him. Um, and the, sh- 
this uh, guy oh, is super interested in this journal. You know, um, he's just kind of playing along with it for now, but he doesn't really say anything. You know, and uh, he's he wants to see the journal. Dipper gives it to him, um, and then as he's reading the journal, Wendy notices something on the floor. There's like an open can of food, and she takes it, and the picture on the can is that guy's face. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. Something's up. Something's up. And it just happens that in this bunker, there is a missing experiment called the shapeshifter. So let's put two and two together here. Maybe this guy, this supposed author of the journal, isn't the author at all. He's a Jedi? He's a <laughs> Yes! <laughs> or a giant bug. They're, so they're the, basically the same thing. So the shapeshifter re- reveals his true form. He's not a guy, but this kind of weird bug... Uh, monster. Don't you like my look? Was like, don't you like my look now? Like, aren't you amazed? Yeah, it's like pretty impressive um, and debatable. Uh, they they're able to get the 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 uh, the journal back, and um, Mabel and Seuss realize that oh, there actually is a shape shifter in here. We thought they were just joking about there being a monster. Oh crap! We should we probably should go, go help. help out. We should go help them. So so they join forces. They they come up and they are just trying to escape this um, this shape shifter. So they figure out that maybe they what they can do is wash them away. There's this giant um, pipe that says H2O in it, so we know it's water that they're going to use. Oh, to that's what it was. Then, then wash it away. I thought it was formaldehyde. Oh, oh no. Then it would definitely been dead. <laughs> right. So, so but although once they finally lead the monster to the pipe, it takes a while for the water to come out because it's so old. Mm-hmm. Um, so it actually it ends up. Uh, washing both the shapeshifter and Wendy away. So it's all this water. Everything is kind of hectic. It's crazy. Um, Which probably, I think before I'd mentioned, like Dipper and Mabel are kind of like distracting the monster for a bit. And yeah. then he's like shapeshifting. And then he, oh, yeah. that weird like spider Dipper Mabel thing that was terrifying. Right, the shapeshifter is like, should I be one? Should I be the other? Or both? And he comes into this weird. And I'm like, it no. Is, it definitely is an image that sticks with you though. Because like, I remember that image very clearly. Like I like what that looks like because it, it's 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 going to stick in my nightmares. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I really wanted to sleep tonight, Kaylin. I think this episode has some great like disturbing imagery yeah. in it. It's like, great. I love some like the designs of the episode, the imagery like it's terrifying and i love it and there's like certain moments from this episode that really stand out to me because like i remember the designs of it and like how terrifying and like just weird and crazy it was god um, the so day they- i show you a horror movie is gonna be great oh uh, i'm so scared okay i'm gonna make this now 1000 subscribers kaylin gets to watch a horror movie choose wisely and also like subscribe yes 1000 subscribers horror movie i'll make a list a horror movie that I think Kaylin should watch. Okay. I'm so scared. And then pick one. Yeah. So, yeah, but definitely the shapeshifter. So uh, what happens once the, the water subsides, it looks like, you know, when they got kind of beat up in the thing, she's like laying there. Dipper goes up and he's, you know, he's freaking out. He's like, oh, this wouldn't have happened if I had just told you that. And like, he confesses. He confesses that he's in love with her. Mm. He loves her. But uh. it's like awkward because Wendy's actually right behind him. She's shock and disbelief. Uh, the yeah. body was the shapeshifter. <laughs> Whoops. So, and then Wendy fights Wendy. And then, yeah, it's two Wendy's. It's Battle of the Wendy's. Who's going to win? I think Wendy. I'm going to put my money on Wendy. But who knows? It could also be Wendy. It really can go either way. So they are fighting. And it's just like, <laughs> I enjoy it. I think this is just badass. Like, Wendy, like, doesn't come to mess around. Like, like when Wendy brings it. I mean, you see it. her family. Like, she knows how to fight. Yeah. 
Right. She's got like three brothers and a giant lumberjack father. Like who also take control of Scottish high, Scottish Highlands. Mm. Mm-hmm. And her mother is a bear. Yeah, that's why you don't see your mother because she, she's a bear. They're, so as they're kind of fighting, uh, Tipper's able to get the axe that Wendy has on her because, you know, just lumberjack. Things. I'm just wondering how like, she gets away with that in school. Yeah, it's a rural school. They don't really, you know. That's fair. Um, <laughs> so, you know, Dipper's like, well, I don't know who's who. Like, I can't tell by looking. Like, I need a sign. Mm-hmm. So the one, you just give him a nice, like, wink. Like, a hey. The other one goes like this. Gives him the, like, you know, the zip and throw away the key gesture, which um, we saw earlier in this episode and also appeared in an episode in the first season uh, in Inconveniencing. So, oh. yeah, I know. I, for- I forgot which episode it was in. So, but it says here the Inconveniencing. So, Dipper knows that that's Wendy. You know, that's Wendy. So, he just straight up takes an axe right to the shapeshifter's body. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, fake Wendy got axed, dude. Yeah, it's fine. Axed. And, and then they put him in the frazy thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and they're able to go into the, um, the cryogenic chamber where they're able to freeze it. And, um, you know, the shapeshifter says that Dipper's never going to find the author, and Dipper's fate is going to be worse than he can ever imagine. And he's like, and this is the last thing you'll ever see. And he shapeshifts into Dipper, and, like, as he's freezing, ah. freezes into an agonized-looking Dipper, which is, like traumatizing that is i i i think that's uh i just dig that i think it's it's a really cool thing in the sense that like it's terrifying to like be witness to like to your own death <laughs> like that's kind of messed yeah, but up that could also just be the monster fucking with them it is yeah oh it is but like that's what's cool about it it's like i'm like oh that's some like another another part where i see like some of the imagery in this episode i'm like oh that really sticks with you yeah that that moment is like intense and i just really liked it but you know, good news there is that they won. Yay! So they're able to leave the bunker with not really a lot of information. We didn't really find out much about the author. And there's an offhanded comment from the shapeshifter um, calling the author a uh, six-fingered nerd. So so we know it's the guy from The Princess Bride because he yes. has six fingers. And also, bit of a nerd. <laughs> I mean, like, kind of. Remember, he wanted notes on how the torture worked. Yeah, that's that's true. Only nerds want notes. Um, Remember the thing is, like, how did that make you feel? And then what's like, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's also a good movie. Oh, Princess Bride is a great movie. Yeah. Absolute classic. So, yeah, so we don't, so that's really all we know so far about, you know, the authors. You know, but a fun thing did get revealed. So that's well. all that matters. <laughs> so you know they they leave it and they're like all right it's time we take a break now um and then dipper kind of you know apologizes for getting caught up in the moment and saying things and then dipper and wendy sit down and have a really nice moment mm-hmm. uh, where wendy's like dude it was so obvious because <laughs> it was <laughs> like we all knew we all knew wendy we all knew it's fine though um but Wendy, but you know, Wendy says like, you know, I'm like too old for you, right? And like Dipper knows, like he in his heart he knows, but he still, you know, really likes her. But Wendy's cool with it. Like she's like, hey, like I get it, but like too old for you. But that doesn't mean that she doesn't want to be his friend. Anymore. I think that was his fear for a while, like she, like basically that she wasn't going to be interested in him and then they wouldn't be friends anymore, like with Robbie. Right. But like remember, Robbie's a dick. Yeah, and Dipper's not. I mean, he's a little stupid, but he's not a dick. It's kinda, I mean, like he has he has moments. He has his moments. They're but they're rare. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so they are. Able and it wasn't. I guess it wasn't like a thing of like again. He wasn't a dick to one deer or anything. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, it's fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, so she's still down to like hang out with him and stuff, and it's good. They're gonna do another movie night. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. So Dipper says he doesn't necessarily feel better, but it's weird. But you know, he was able to get it off his chest, so mm-hmm. everything's out in the open now. Um, so yeah, the most the most exciting reveal of that episode. So, and know. it's never brought up again. Yeah, it's never. <laughs> I'm just assuming. <laughs> sure, um, but so. Mabel and Zeus are still there, secretly listening in. No, um, Zeus isn't there, remember? I'm not here. So Zeus takes out the, the he he brought out a lab coat and it had like a weird briefcase in it. Um, turns out the briefcase opens up and it's a computer. Mm-hmm. Looks like a computer. And at the top it says property of F. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of our next mystery. Who's F? Fillmore Stanford Pines. <laughs> Is is that is that Stan's full name? I don't know. I don't think of a Disney character that has the name F, but I can't think of any. Well, you said Fillmore, so is that Disney? Fillmore, that, yeah, Disney Channel show. That was Disney Channel cartoon. I didn't really watch it though. It wasn't my it wasn't my. Cartoon. I meant like a classic Disney character. Oh, okay, Frank. <laughs> I don't know. Fairy Godmother Stan. Hey. <laughs> Yes, the famous character of Harry Potter, Stanford Pines. Um, oh, man. Oh, man. So uh, that's kind of this episode. Uh, what did you think about this? I really episode? liked it. Yeah? There was just, like, a lot of, like, weird stuff. And, like, again, they're, like, slowly revealing the mystery. Because, again, you got, like, 20 episodes uh, before you can actually, like... I mean, I don't think by the 20th episode they're going to reveal everything. I feel like by, like, episode, like, 18 or 19. Because mm-hmm. I feel like something gonna, bad's going to happen where stuff explodes and then the last episode has to be them fixing the problem right so i honestly think that probably by like episodes like 18 all's gonna be found out mm-hmm. okay yeah and then the last two episodes maybe 19 eh, 19's debatable right but i think like by 20 we're gonna know everything and it's just kind of like let's defeat the bad stuff which i'm gonna assume is bill cypher <laughs> which you know a better villain than gideon I mean, definitely more interesting in the sense that, like, we still don't really know what his deal is. No, but he's also he's kind of, he things. was also just kind of fun. Gideon was just an annoying it, creep. It's true. Yeah, Gideon was kind of a creep. Bill had some fun stuff going on with him, so maybe we'll see him soon. Mm-hmm. Eventually. So, yeah, I, like I said, I said at the beginning of this episode, I really enjoyed this episode. I just think it's fun. I think it's, it's definitely one of those episodes that, like, pushes a lot in the sense that, I mean, like, we saw, like, a gun. We saw a bunch of knives. Um... Wendy cuts her legs and starts bleeding, and she's like, dude, it's only blood, which is, I think, so funny, because you, you, like, never see blood. In but it didn't even show. look like an actual, like, cut. It just looked like one of those, it like, had, cartoon, like the lines. It had the cartoon cut. Yeah, as opposed to, like, at the end of season one, where we actually saw, like, Dipper get, like, the full nosebleed. Um, it's very interesting how this show handles blood for a kid's show. I don't know. I don't know why I'm so fascinated by stuff, know, like, you don't like, usually see. Yeah. And it also pushes, like, with some of the, the shapeshifter image, like, the shapeshifter is, like, this weird kind of like crazy looking scary looking uses a shape-shifting opportunity to to like mess with the characters um like psychologically and i just think it's it's really cool um mm-hmm. how it how it's handled and i think this like i feel like we're just getting these little nuggets of hints about the author which i really like because we're not getting too much at once i feel like we're just getting these little things like we're getting these little things where you know the shapeshifter says like six finger you know six finger nerd well like well we i guess we kind of figured maybe he had six fingers because um of the journals are the hands on the journals have six fingers. Oh, I really wasn't paying attention. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's like a thing that we've, you know, a thing that we've sort of seen before, like the imagery of 
a six-fingered hand. And then we see, like, you know, this this property of F. We don't know who F is. Is F even the author? Maybe F is just somebody else. Like, we really don't know. So it's it's a lot of fun. So there's, like, these little hints of things. I feel like it seems like, are we figuring things out or are we not? And I just I just love the, the slow building mystery of this show. So that's why I really love uh, this episode. And I think it gives us a lot. Also, Wendy. Wendy is great in this episode. Yeah. I think Wendy is like, Wendy becomes like a full character in this episode where yeah. she's, she's really on top of a lot of stuff. So she is a good person to bring along to these mm. kinds of adventures because she's, you know, she's a badass. She's just a badass. She is. Like the whole episode. Absolutely yes. badass. Um, cool. All right. Any other thoughts before I move on to trivia? Uh, no. Oh, should we have to do a comment corner, don't we? Yes. How long have we been going? Uh, I have no idea. Forever? Uh, like two hours. Well, it has not been two hours. It's like at least an hour and a half. Yeah. This will be fun to edit. Uh, this is going to be so much fun to edit. Great. So let's see. Trivia, 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 trivia. Yeah, one of the trivia things, it was really interesting, but I definitely can't talk about it because it's, it's referencing something that happens way later. Dang um, it. When the episode airs in syndication on Disney Channel, the scene in which the shapeshifter transforms into a combined Dipper Mabel is cut. As well as Seuss's line, good luck sleeping tonight. Interesting. Why? The sequence in where slime drips from the shapeshifter has also been shortened. Due to censorship guidelines, the scene in where Dipper accidentally lays on Wendy's bra is cut, along with Wendy's line, don't feel itchy, man. And as well as uh, when Wendy kicks the shapeshifter and disguises her in the breasts. And the scene wherein Dipper attacks the shapeshifter disguises Wendy in the lower chest area was also cut. Um, the episode continues to air normally on Disney XD, however. Oh, so if you watch on Disney Channel, it sucks. Yeah. So and when you watch on Disney Channel, they cut out all the good parts. Um, so watch really on Disney XD or Hulu. Mm-hmm. Do you get more commercials on Disney XD? I don't, don't No. I don't watch Disney XD a lot. Mm, as often. Okay. Oh, that's also interesting. A lot of the trivia is stuff that happens in later episodes, so I can't, I can't <laughs> so talk about it. So this is a very guys. short trivia scene. I can't, yeah, I can't talk about it. Oh, during the end credits of this episode, there was a cryptogram that reads, uh, once decoded, it says, what kind of disaster indeed? I found on a barrel in the bunker, the keyword is shifter. So that's the, so uh, in, so in the episodes, there's like little um, keys that show like, this is the word. So like, that's the word that you use for the cipher in that episode, mm-hmm. which is cool. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Um, so I think that's all we have for that. Uh, let's see. Um, I guess we should move on to a comment. We corner. probably should because I think we have a lot. We have a lot. Where do we want to get started? Uh, I us not cover them all right I now. I mean, probably we would start from like the season one finale episodes. Okay, let's do that. Let's do the comments from that. And if we forget your, co- I mean, if your comments newer and we don't read it this episode, we'll read it in the next. And if we forget it, sorry. It happens. I this is a funny comment. Um, it's like a super recent one, um, but it's from like remember the Legend of the Gobblewonker episode, mm-hmm. and someone in Lost Moon comments, "What happened to the puppies?" We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We have no idea where the puppies went. We have like zero idea. They literally just like walking around, running around. I don't know. They just running around. I mean, I'm hoping that like they were owned by somebody and somebody was just walking them, and then they're back at home. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, and it was really cold out that day, too. Um, what, I feel so When did we record that? Like, January to February. Like February? Was it? Yeah. It was like, we've been doing this show for a while. Huh. Um, let's see. So let's do some comments from our season one 
uh, finale reaction. Uh, Wombat Aldebaran. Aldebaran. I always say that wrong because I always want to say Alderaan. Sorry. Is it not Alderaan? It's not Alderaan. Which one? Where's Alderaan? Alderaan? Well, that's a trick question because it got blown up. Oh, right. Star Wars. I uh, forgot which, I forgot what sci-fi it was. Mark Hamill. So <laughs> we're just bringing it all together. Um, says, anyway, Wombat Aldebaran says, uh, back when Gravity Falls was founded, Quentin Tremblay signed the Founders Keeper Law uh, that ranges from pennies to buildings. We talked a little bit about the Founders Keeper Law and how it applies to yeah. why nobody really questions why Gideon has the deed. Yeah, so I it's, forgot. It's, let's see, Shornforce. <laughs> I like how Shornforce uh, renames Gravity Falls because we were talking a little bit about a series of unfortunate events to Lemony Snicket's A Series of Gravitational Plummeting. I really like that <laughs> comment. And they also say, I love some of Dara's guesses. Uh, always love that you answer comments. Yeah. You're See, welcome. We're doing it right now. We're doing it right now. Um, <laughs> Jareth is totally the villain, but when I think of goblins, I think of like gross creatures eating people or whatever. So maybe decent was the wrong word for me to use. Maybe more polite yet still evil. Like he has his personal rules about things. Interesting. We we're talking a little bit about goblins. No, yeah, because they said like Jareth was like a good goblin. I'm like, no, he's not. He's a villain. And like mm-hmm. you think like gross villains and also, but like, you know, I mean, Jareth's David Bowie. So, you know, not gross. Yeah, that's true. You still need to watch Labyrinth too. I- um, Double feature, Dark Crystal and Labyrinth. They also say, I also enjoyed Detective Pikachu quite a bit. I always said that my favorite Team Rocket's Meowth wasn't there. However, I see that's your icon. I love it. Detective Pikachu is good. I have to get you to see that sometime. I think you spend the right amount of time talking about what happened in the episode. It's a good refresher and it's also where you often interject thoughts about that specific scene. Thanks. And also, they they wish for my voice to feel better. It feels a lot better today than it did because that, that was a rough... That was, that was rough. That was tough. That was a really tough recording session to get through. But thank you. I'm, I'm My voice is back. Which was it allergies or you had a cold? It was both at okay. the same time. Like, I thought it was one and then it turned into the other. So, like, it was rough. Yeah. I got hit on multiple fronts. Ivy Inkwell uh, points to a scene, their timestamp that says, um, I think it's this, it's one of the the cryptograms from the show that, from the journal that says like something along the lines of, plus maybe girls will finally start talking to me. <laughs> and Ivy Inkwell says, I'm that girl. All right. So we know you like nerds. Nerds are cool though. We're, we're nerds. We're cool. So like, not wrong. Wes Jenkins says, quantum physics, so weird. It's almost like magic. So that's kind of along the lines of us discussing where we draw the line of uh, science versus fantasy mm-hmm. on this show. Um, we got a couple of requests to do the shorts, and we did do those. So if we you did. Us, so. so if you missed the shorts, they're on our channel. So like, go look at them. Uh, so if you're listening to this on iTunes, it, they're not posted on iTunes because it was just really a short video format. Yeah. So go to YouTube, our YouTube channel, which is Witty Close Productions, and you can check those out there. But you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, hi. Uh, they are on there, so like, click our channel and like watch them because yeah, they were remember really fun. Like, we took a break, so we watched the shorts and there were some random episodes. Yeah, there were also random clips from our random episode, which was quite fun, and we like doing that. Uh, I think of, I don't know if we're going to do a random episode anytime soon, but maybe a suggestion mm-hmm. for that I didn't actually run by Kayla, but I'm going to do it right now on recording. Okay, which is that if there is a if whenever we do the next random episode, if there is a topic you want us to do, oh yeah, let us know in the comments or send us an email and we can probably discuss it if we know anything about it because we like to talk about things. So like cuz that's like one thing is like we want we like doing the random episodes like talking about stuff. So if you're if there's a topic you're interested in us talking about, mm-hmm. you know, we can do it. Yeah. I didn't run that by you, but cool, yeah, let's do it. Like I'm down, man. I'm down. So wait, one more comment from that video. Um 
I think we said something about how eucalyptus was, is poisonous. Um, my good pal Kit says nutmeg is also poisonous. Is it? Is it? I, I guess probably like huge quantities. I didn't, I didn't know that. And then I think we should, we have a lot of videos we didn't do comments for. Let's just do one more. Okay. Um, let's pick up on dreamscapers. Mm-hmm. Um, so James Wilson says, I just enjoyed the glee Kaylin has introducing Dara to Bill Cipher. Reality is an illusion. The inner physics is a hologram. Buy gold buy is brilliant. So true. I love that line. Um, as you could tell, because I just, I <laughs> like I have his whole like introduction memorized basically. Um, Nerd. Yes. The material world doesn't exist, so grab as many material possessions as you can. Remember Stan's advice to Robbie? <laughs> Look, if it makes you feel any better, the apocalypse is coming soon. Bury your gold. You've been buying gold, right? <laughs> Stan and Bill have similar minds. So, buy gold. Buy. I just had a theory. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Um, Zom, Z-O-M, says, Bill is simultaneously both the most... There was a misspelling there, sorry. Uh, the both the most and least disturbing villain I've ever seen, but that's what makes him so fun. Because he does some weird disturbing stuff, but he's also like super chill. Yes. I, mean, I just really love those, um, you know, kinds of things. A short post also comments on how I mouth all of Bill's lines. I just, Bill's fun. So the seer says, <laughs> I like how this is bolded and italicized. It says, I have been waiting for this. That's how I felt when we got to that episode, because I really like Dreamscapers, so I was so excited to get there. Um, Sophie Cooper says, I think they've said this on a couple of our videos. They want us to do Rick and Morty. Uh, I wish you would react to Rick and Morty. It's such a great show. And also connect it to Gravity Falls. There are so many Easter eggs. Neither of us have watched Rick and Morty. I know exactly what they're talking about, though, because I know the, the Easter eggs. I know stuff with Rick and Morty, and like it looks like a I've fun show a to watch. Yeah. That's probably going to be... Well, I think we could definitely do it, but that might be like a later end when like yeah, that'd be way we're at on. the point where like neither of us has seen the show and one of us needs to binge it. Because mm-hmm. right now we're just doing stuff that like, we know one of us has definitely seen. Right. This is called First Reaction Fan Reaction, and right now we just really be first reactions. Except I've seen like like maybe like four episodes of Rick and Morty. I've seen memes. Yeah. I can follow it. I up. think my favorite one, I don't know why, but like it was um, when they're like getting into the car after like a thing and they like have their range of emotions. Yeah. And I think like, I think the above thing was like me after Infinity War. <laughs> nice. <laughs> which, is, which is true. I mean, we have a lot more videos we can do, but I think we should call it there for the day because we have been talking for so long. We have been. Oh man. And we still have like two, two more podcast episodes to record it's after fine. this. Um, we're gonna be here for a while, mm. but I'm excited because Dare, you know what? I love Gravity Falls. I know. And I'm you so do. excited to show this to you, and thank you for joining me on this journey. You're welcome. Um, anything else you want to say before we close out? Mm, I don't know if I want to bring up a theory right now. I literally just had it in my head. Okay, so I'm not gonna bring it up right now. Okay, I'm just gonna keep going like this. All right, so maybe maybe in the next episode we'll talk about it. Maybe. I don't even- so stay tuned. <laughs> I've Dare's wrong- got theories. I've been wrong for most of these. But that's what makes it fun. Yeah. At least it's very fun for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for listening to us today, watching us today, depending where you are. I mean, we are first reaction, fan reaction uh, of Woody Close Productions. If you really want to like follow us on social media, like we have that. You can find us on Twitter. We're at Witty Close Productions. Follow us on Twitter at Witty Close. Uh, email us wittyclose at gmail.com. We are on Patreon, Witty Close. Give us some money, please. Por favor. Um, we have things coming there. So what else was I about to say? You can, if you're listening to us, you can follow us on YouTube. You can subscribe, comment, like. We read your comments on the show. We try to get to as many as we can. We mainly read YouTube comments because we haven't gotten many like iTunes reviews or tweets. 
Or emails. Right. But if you sent them to us, we would read them on the show if they were, like, cool. Um, Or, like, not, like, super weird, maybe. But, like, anyway, either way. Or also, but also, we don't read spoilers. Also, yeah, make sure that, don't send us spoilers. Um, Of course, I have seen Gravity Falls, but Dara has not. And we are still, you know, missing out on some of those big mysteries that Dara doesn't know about. Uh, and so, you know, if you want to talk about spoilers in the comments, just put a big spoiler warning at the beginning. I'll try to monitor those and make sure that Derry doesn't accidentally see something she shouldn't. Um, but so thank you. We appreciate your feedback. And if you are watching us on YouTube and you would love to take our show on the go, we are on iTunes. Follow us on iTunes. Um, you can search for us under First Reaction, Fan Reaction, or Witty Close. So you can search for us either and we will pop up and you'll be able to download our episodes, take them on the go. I know I like to listen to podcasts in my car every morning because I got a long ass commute. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I think that is it as far as where you can find us. So join us next time. We're still going to be on Gravity Falls on season two, talking about episode three, The Gulf War, and episode four, Sock Opera. <laughs> you saw it. <laughs> I'm, oh, it's going to be fun. Okay. All right. Until next time, I'm Caitlin Claudia. I'm Dara Whitman. Peace. Peace.